you don't really think about it. It's just built into the frontal lobes. Defining and achieving goals. This is the, the ability to set a goal and be able to follow through no matter what's going on. So when you, when you say, I'm going to do this, you really get that done. Uh, flexibility, and that's basically you can change plans in, in spite of new information or setbacks. Observation, that's the ability to stand back and take a, take a, take a an, sort of an outside view of yourself or an, an action or, or of others as well and say, how could we do this better? And you very naturally do that. And last is stress tolerance. And that's basically being able to thrive under, under pressure and, and, and under uncertainty. Now, what's important to keep in mind is when you're, when you're under pressure, under stress, your weakest skills fail first. And that will always be the case. Okay. So you say that each of us is strong in certain skills and not in others. Now, I've seen people who are really good at time management at work, but they're a wreck at home and vice versa. So how do you account for that contradiction? I mean, your brain is your brain. Your executive skill strengths are your executive skill strengths, whether you're at home or at work. Same thing with your weaknesses. Now, at work, what's different is there are essentially uh, props around you. So an executive or a manager, for example, they, they may be disastrously low in time management and focus, but they might have a brilliant assistant who's very high in those executive skills, and they're keeping the person, it's time to go to this meeting now, uh, here, here it's time to, to do this now. So they look like they're really good at time management and focus, but they're, they're really not. And when they go home, they don't have that same support system. So all of a sudden they're, they're home and it's, it's really just uh, sort of a, a mess, if you will, uh, because there isn't, there isn't that assistant saying, hey, now it's time, it's just time to do that, whatever. And a lot of businesses really run like that where there's sort of a, there's a lot of uh, queuing around an individual that, that make things happen, even though a person might be low in a specific executive skill. But the executive skills, no matter, no matter where you are, they are uh, inherently the same. So if, if all things being equal, at home and in work, would, you would, in fact, react pretty much the same way. So how can I use these insights into these executive skills when I'm working in a team? Well, in a, in a team situation, and this is whether it's a, a project team or even a management team, uh, based on what is the objective, the, the objective should be measured first. So if, if it says the team to uh, develop a new product, well, you, you say on that team we should really have someone who's very good in observation so they can really step back and look at better ways to do things. You want someone who's, who's high in flexibility because they would be people who uh, can just flow off the next idea and they're, they're really good people, to, good, good to brainstorm with. Um, you also want to have someone on the team Who's, who's high in, say, time management and focus because you want to make sure that the team gets done on time and has something executable. Typically what happens in an organization is when you're going to have a brainstorming session, you might bring people sort of naturally, all these great idea people. If you have a team where they're all high in the same things, which would be, say, observation and flexibility, they'll come out with the greatest idea on the planet and you'll have no chance of execution. On the other hand, if you stack a team with people who are high in time management, low in flexibility, high in focus, they will come up with something that is the perfect executable uh, item, and it's basically not a good idea. So it's really about balance, not only balancing, getting the right combination of people on the team, but it's also a matter of making sure that the right people have the right role once they're on the team so that the person who's high in time management should be the person who's in charge of keeping the meeting uh, running on time. You don't want the person 
high in flexibility in charge of the meeting because you'll never never end the meeting. And people know that. They've, they've seen these meetings where they just go on and on and on. They start late. They, they don't run time. You have some great brainstorming, but then you have to have another meeting to determine what, the, what we were supposed to do at the first meeting. Can you tell me how these executive skills can help us in the, in the job market, whether we're looking for a new job or if we're a, a manager looking for a new hire? Yes, in the in the, in smarts, what, what we did is we have a, an instrument where you determine your own strengths and weaknesses in about about seven to ten minutes. But then key is that that gives you sort of one piece of the puzzle. That's okay. This is what I'm strong and weak in. Then there's an instrument that that lets you measure what is required for the job or task. And then you see here are the here are the two or three high executive skills required for this job. Then you can say, well, here are the skills that I have. How do I match against that? And once you know that, you have an incredible advantage when you're, say, looking for another job or even hiring someone. If you're, if